What the hell did you do? What the? You, you wasted our only goddamn flare to shoot a goddamn palm tree? I wouldn't have shot the goddamn tree if you hadn't rolled into me. I was trying to signal the goddamn plane. What, what goddamn plane? That goddamn plane. That goddamn plane? Yeah. That's a commercial airliner. It's five miles high going 600 miles an hour. They wouldn't see a, a nuclear explosion if they were looking for it, much less a flare. How was I supposed to know that? If you hadn't drunken yourself into a coma, maybe you could have told me that. You know what you've done? You know what you've done? You've taken our one good chance of being found and pissed it away. Don't you dare blame this on me. If you were half a pilot, we wouldn't be on this island. I am the best goddamn pilot you're ever going to meet. Ah! I've flown with you twice. You've crashed half the time. <laughs> so classic. Is That's a little too autobiographical now with uh, Harrison Ford's <laughs> flying history for my taste. I didn't even think about that. <laughs> um, that is Harrison Ford Nan Hesh in uh, the classic Six Days, Seven Nights. Yeah. And this is the Movies and Shit podcast, episode it. six days, seven nights. Hey. Really just episode six. What? I'm Patrick. This is Kelly. Say hey, Kelly. Hey. Thanks, man. <laughs> on the ball, as always. <laughs> Whatever you need. And that is one of our favorite clips from uh, one of our favorite little little movies. If you've really not is. seen Six Days, Seven Nights, check God, it out. I love it. It really is a lot of fun. Um, probably my all-time favorite Stuck on an Island movie, you know? Yeah, sure. All the Stuck in an Island Sure, movie. sure. Castaway, a little too dark for my taste. Yeah. I like the comedic elements and the fun. I like fighting pirates. Um, Harrison Ford's actually hilarious in yeah. this movie. He's great. I don't know if he meant to be. <laughs> yeah. I, you wonder if he's gotten more disgruntled with a... This is my all-time hero. Yeah. I don't want to shit on him, but... No, we love him. You wonder if he's gotten more disgruntled with age, which a lot of people do, or whether he's just leaning into that because he he's like, okay, I am funny. This is how I'm going to be funny. And he yeah. just didn't used to be... But there's a lot of grunting, a lot of... Nowadays. And you don't really see that in six days, seven I, I don't know. Yeah. I, I bet he's always known that that's him, is just kind of grizzled and, and annoyed, but he yeah. knows that that's a little bit charming. Yeah. I don't knows? know. It could have been that Hollywood Homicide brought it out of him. Have you ever read anything about Hollywood Homicide? He and uh, Josh Hartnett. They hated each other. Oh, Josh Hartnett says it was the worst experience of his life. Yeah. Harrison was like his hero. He said we would sit in the car between takes like 45 minutes while they were setting up and literally not say a word awesome. to each other. Like Harrison apparently did not like him to the degree. I'm getting anxiety. That he didn't. Oh, it, it, it's why you don't want to meet your heroes. Like I never, um, actually I have, that's not true. I have met Harrison Ford as a referee for his young son yeah. with Calista Flockhart at Barrington Recreation Center when I was refereeing football. And he was actually super sweet. He was a sweetheart. Um, he's usually high. Was he? But, <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> but, he was, but he was always just very nice. Never went out. You know, a lot of parents go after you when their kids are playing in sports. You they guys get really emotional. some words, though. We chatted a couple times. It, very briefly. Yeah. He was always just a total I don't know how you were able to even oh, I, say I, anything. The first time he ever spoke to me was kind of a surprise. Like my buddy Ernesto, who had hired me over there, was like, hey, your, your boy's over there. Because he knew I was such an Indiana Jones mm-hmm. fan. and. Uh, Star Wars and everything else. And I was like, oh, God, you know, I'm not going to see. He's like, go over there and talk to him. Because Ernie will just walk up and take pictures with people. Yeah, yeah. Somehow they always do it. And I always feel like I'm a pest when I'm asking. You know, I just don't want to be that guy. So I wasn't going to do that. But I'm walking the sideline, and I turned around, and he was, like, on top of me. Like, he was right there. And he just gave me, like, a pat on the back. 
and said something like, you know, how's it going or something like that as I was walking by because I'm doing the job. I'm in the middle. You're of the actually game. working. And I tried to say <sighs> so many things. I tried to say going well or, hey, how are you or doing fine. I, I said all of them kind of at yeah, once. Hey, going well. And I just went, <laughs> and then, you know, immediately kept walking down the sideline yeah. and hoped he kind of hadn't heard me and felt terrible. And That's stupid. okay. He talks like that too. So it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I yeah. bumped into him at the Apple store early at my early Apple store days. It was 2007. Oh, nice. It was Christmas, probably 2006 or seven. And, uh, I literally almost knocked him over because it was Christmas. <laughs> we both bumped it was, into like, him. It was like a week a week before Christmas. The Apple Store was nuts, and he was shopping for accessories or something. And yeah. I literally uh, did the thing that I did a lot, probably with customers, which is I need to get by. I'm gonna just you know t- touch you, you just a little and bit you. and right. move you because you're unaware right. that I'm here. And I kind of did that to him without knowing it was him. Yeah, and then he looked up and went, oh my God, I'm so sorry. He right, was the sweetest right. about it. And I was the one like totally invading his space. Yeah. And I was like, oh, oh no, I'm sorry. <laughs> maybe he, the fact Only that both of you. us, the fact that both of us have run into him, maybe he's just really bad at running into other people or being in the way. And he's so aware of that, that he's very polite about it. Yeah. I will say this. The only other thing I know about here is like you said, he was high. My, yeah, yeah, he was feeling great. My, <laughs> we were, we were working. He was, he's in a good place. Um, but my uh, friend, Rachel, shout out to Rachel. Uh, she had a situation where they were working with him in some capacity. Uh, she works in kind of the video game world. And uh, according to her, she was up on the top of this roof where they were going to take some pictures and she's moving. Maybe they were like trash cans, something big bins around. And, you know, there's a bunch of people up there and here's this little girl moving stuff around. And of all the people standing up there said, Harrison just kind of came up behind me and helped me move stuff and was like, let me, let me help you. So that like also made me kind of love him. Totally. Um, but anyway, all three of these are good. Yeah, things. this is great PR so for Harrison. Josh Hartnett, I think, is a piece of shit. <laughs> is what's happening here? <laughs> Poor Josh Hartnett. Oh, oh sorry. Josh. Sorry, yeah, Josh. I, know. <laughs> I know. I feel bad for him hearing those stories, but I have only had good run-ins. Let's not Harrison have celebrity talk on every podcast. Let's try to keep this to him. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. Who are we? <laughs> I don't what know. Are, we're searching let's, for our let's identity. Mo- let's move well, on from here. We, d- directly jumping from this into uh, latest movie news. Yeah. I guess does keep us kind of in the in the gossip of movie side. news things but yeah what what's new uh out there kelly well it's earth day today happy earth day God, there isn't the I earth mean, it won't be by the time people listen to this but it every day yeah be earth day right that's true but you guys remember earth day it was just a little while ago depending on when you're listening <laughs> um did you see the music video the little dicky music video earth no when was this it just i think it was on earth day it might have been the day before it might have actually been 420 because i think oh, everybody okay tuned got it because he's known for a bit same as Harrison is, Ford but, he's okay. he's a he's a rapper kind of a comedic rapper oh, okay he's really he's honestly I think he's hilarious some people think he's really annoying but he's mm-hmm. done uh, he did a like an animated music video with uh, Snoop Dogg where he's pitching himself as a white rapper and like a demographic they haven't tapped into like nerds and people who wouldn't fight and don't want to shoot guns sure and it's actually pretty brilliant like it's funny too he did a freaky friday which was totally a takeoff of those two movies and he did it with chris brown so they switched bodies oh nice and chris brown is of course upset that his dick is small but super excited that the cops won't mess with him anymore doesn't know why his mom keeps calling little dicky's thrilled that he's got a big black man's dick now i mean it's a really hysterical video i don't know anything about it but i will do some googling you got to check them out this one on the earth was basically just a love letter to earth but it featured um ariana grande justin bieber 
all kinds of people came in. People rapped in it. Um, the only person they didn't get was Kanye West, and they had Kevin Hart play Kanye West. <laughs> so everyone's like saying what they love about the earth or, or saying what they're going to do to help in something else. And then like Kanye West pops up and he's like, I'm Kanye West. And that's all he does, <laughs> which is great. But the craziest part, man, the craziest part is at the end of the video. And again, this one's animated also, but sure. it is the voices of these people. They bring in Leonardo DiCaprio. And he's like, just talk to this guy. He probably knows more about the earth than any of us do. <laughs> and Leo DiCaprio, in his actual voice, says, you know, this is probably my favorite music video of all time or my favorite song of all time. And it is DiCaprio. Yeah, and yeah. that's kind of how it, and you got to check it out. It's That's great. It's not a movie, but it's a music video. And it's pretty, it's part of the in shit part that we well, talk about. And it's fantastic. Absolutely. Happy Earth Coolest Day. Coolest thing I've seen. And uh, the I think the big news today is that the still untitled Patrick Stewart Star Trek show started filming today. No it's way. Not, yeah, it's, it's still no title though. Still no title, but it is filming. Crazy, right? So Picard at this eh, point, as we're calling it, sure is uh, filming now. It's just so exciting. So that's news today yeah, um, for any Star Trek fans out there. I'm so curious what that's going to look like. Yeah, yeah. And whether it's going to be kind of dark and weird, or whether they'll, I just I think they need to keep. Obviously, the aesthetic of next gen cannot right. be. Uh, really replicated today the orville's doing a pretty good job of that but yeah. th- this is not going to be that so they're gonna have to really modernize it but uh, i'm hoping that the tone is still kind of slow and thoughtful and right and interesting right. and not weird yeah we'll see we'll see we will it's see interesting they're taking a shot we're just coming off of the wor- worst easter box office weekend in 25 years yeah yeah. Nothing new <laughs> came Sorry out for, that anybody uh, cared about. <laughs> well, there's that the one that's based on the I don't know if it's specifically Mexican or maybe just Hispanic, yeah. but that myth, that legend of the yeah. person coming for your children. That's kind of the big one this weekend, yeah. but even that didn't really well, poorly. So. Really yep. poorly. Yeah. Had the worst, I guess, Easter weekend in like twenty or thirty years or something. Twenty twenty five years. Wow. Yep. Yep. Wow. Um, have you been uh, following the guy on Jeopardy that's breaking all the awards? A little bit. Or records? J- just a little bit. How many episodes? He's a madman. Um, I think he's done maybe like 12 episodes so okay. far, but he's at like well over a million, which is like three times faster, I think, or two two and a half times faster than uh, than Ken Jennings yeah. got to that same amount. Um, but he's he's already beat his own one day record like four times like Whoa. the previous one day record was seventy seven thousand, and he beat it at 110,000 so he's basically running all the categories in the episodes he's winning like he's pretty much maximum that's why i ask because he is uh unstoppable and uh in one of the recent episodes you know the other contestants hardly play at <laughs> They're all just laughing um they are and yeah, and and one of the women the contestants that was on a recent episode literally laughed at a point where there wasn't anything funny going on and <laughs> she's she, having a nervous she, breakdown she, she, was she finally got on a jeopardy and <laughs> she ran was losing it because of That's how great. ridiculous it was and wow. uh and alex went uh i told you you were coming into a buzzsaw that's what he said wow. to her. And like, that's what it's like. Well, you know, it's when, mad, when we would do, we would do tours at Sony. I would try to explain to people, Ken Jennings was the longest running. I think he won right. 75 in a row. He was on 76 episodes, mm-hmm. but he was not the highest money maker. Correct. And yeah. people just could not wrap their heads around that, but there's not a set amount. If I beat you by a hundred dollars, we may be very close, but I keep winning. Right. So that's interesting how quickly this guy's getting to that, to that amount. Yeah. But, we're going to, we're going to see whether he ever loses because yeah. the way he plays is so ruthless and crazy right that i mean it's obviously very good he's winning a lot of money but um but they said already on a per episode basis he's he's out uh 
earning Alex's annual <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> contract. So. Do, we, do we have any? I mean, obviously he's he's battling cancer right now, but do we have? Yeah. Are there any? I guess there's no his, updates on his Alex. most recent update was the other day. He did an Instagram post, I think it was, uh, that just said were, that that they were filming their last episodes of the season, so they were kind of shutting down for the season, right. and that he was doing okay, and he planned on being back next year. So okay, that's what well, he said. Deal. You know what I mean? Yeah. We'll see. I, I hope he is. I hope yep. he is. All be, our best. It's going to be a crazy thing to not have Alex on Jeopardy. Forget about anything else but right he's been feel like it's been my lifetime right been on jeopardy it may yeah. have been yeah i mean almost were you born 83 so 84 he started yeah, 83 yeah yeah, yeah. So, so yeah and it's that, that one year which i don't remember that well anyway <laughs> you don't remember that um so not well not george well. lucas says uh that jar jar is his favorite star wars character fuck you listen <laughs> I don't want to say that. So I do feel like the <laughs> no, more we yeah. get into this podcast, the more I end up just just uh, hating things about my, my favorites. We talked about Steven Spielberg, his stance kind of on Netflix and streaming right. and that kind of stuff. We just talked about Harrison, yeah, although I think yeah. we defended Harrison. I think but, so. Um, George Lucas, for everything, he is a huge Star Wars fan. Star Wars kind of brought me to movies and everything else. As a huge Star Wars fan, I'll always love certain things about George Lucas. But is there a saltier... More in his own head, just refusing to acknowledge anything about reality filmmaker ever. I mean, I do feel like he built an empire to where there was no nothing but yes men around him. And I'm not the first person to say we, this. We, yeah, we know this. And yeah. he's just so detached. I mean, first of all, to to have fans that have supported you to the degree that you are now a billionaire, you know, have this empire, mm-hmm. everything. Yes, it's your story. You gave it to them. People crying. Oh, you ruined my childhood. It's ridiculous. It's over the top. I get all that. Right. Harassing your actors that you hired and you have relationships with. I get all that. But this idea of, you know, here's a character that everybody hates the most. <laughs> I'm going to just, even if it is your favorite, I'm going to put it out there. I'm going to make sure they all know. Don't. <laughs> Fuck you. Just don't This say is it. my favorite don't character. Say anything. You know? <laughs> and like, it's the same thing as him not making available the original cut. Of Star Wars, like all of this. Okay, I know people want it and they don't like what I changed about it, but I like it. Well, sure, make them both available. Like this whole thing of not being able to acknowledge, okay, this didn't come off as well as I thought. Spielberg acknowledged this. He made ET and went back and added a digital ET. Yeah. Said he never should have done it. Said it backfired on him. Replaced the the rifles. No, he replaced the shotguns with radios. Walkie talkies or whatever. Put it back or whatever. Yeah. And he was like, look, movies are, are, you know, you don't want to change because they were a certain point in time yeah. and they, they should stand that way we could always go back and keep re-editing everything every year forever the only time i think we should re-edit something is when a movie was taken from a director maybe mm-hmm. a studio took it and recut it and outside of that man at some point you gotta yeah, yeah. you gotta make a choice you you make your ending you know and then you you make your your piece of art or entertainment you put it out there and you live with it and you can make something else later and the ironic thing is george lucas actually was the one that went to was it before congress and talked about how movies need to remain unchanged and we need to make sure that we you know hold on to these films and they're they're a period of time and they reflect that period of time right that's why we got to protect them and he's the guy who's been changing things ever since in his old movies but that doesn't surprise me but it does disappoint me yeah well you know i i very much uh don't uh don't think lucas should be in charge of anything anymore and he's not luckily (laughs) um But uh, <laughs> don't think you should be in charge of anything just, anymore. He's not, oh, yeah, he's not. He's not. Uh, he's like your crazy of, grandfather. Of, he's not of sound mind. Yeah, he, he's your granddad who you love and you'll always love, and he's got great stories. But he shouldn't necessarily be driving anymore. Right. Like it's you love him, same, you want to take deal. care of him, but you don't same want deal. him to run over somebody. 
because um, you know it's just it's not <laughs> exactly. the time for that. Um, so th- our primary focus for this uh, episode of the podcast, we are going to we kind of dove into this briefly last time, but yeah. uh, we're going to talk teasers and trailers for films, yep. previews of films, um, some of the best over the years. We've both kind of uh, compiled a little list of uh, trailers we want to talk about. Um, before we we do that, before we dive into that. Uh, Kelly, is there anything you saw over this past week that you wanted to uh, throw out there? Well, uh, I celebrated Easter by seeing Hail Satan. (laughs) Wow. You're you're the one my uh, family warned me about out here in L.A. How was that? Um, It was fantastic. (laughs) It's uh, it's getting great reviews. Uh, It it is... it, it is going to hell. No, it is really, really, really super interesting. Um, it's a documentary about the uh, Satanic Temple and the right. g- huge following that it has gained in the last few years. Uh, and I highly recommend it because, like any good documentary, it's just giving you more information than you had before. Right. And right. Uh, you could do whatever you want with that information. You know, it's yeah. it's not. Um, yeah. It is not. And and by the way, the title of the movie is not Hail Satan. It's Hail Satan. With a question mark at the end. Ah, uh, uh, um, oh, yeah, it's different. It's different. Di- it's a different thing. And so the idea is, uh, uh, it's uh, just a wild group of people, and they are, uh, <laughs> yeah, they, no, and they are very, very, very uh, largely uh, compassionate, caring people for all uh, any any disenfranchised or minority group, and uh, there are plenty of things about what they do that are a little odd, but yeah like any, you know, group. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm fascinated, you know? and I don't want to go, obviously people can check it out or not. Um, you can join the church like Kelly did or not. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but I do want to ask one thing. So is there a variation of this, like different degrees, or are we talking people that literally believe in God and the devil and they're choosing the side of the devil, or so, are there people that think of it as I'm, a metaphor? I'm, par- I'm paraphrasing, but uh, they are... Uh, a group of people that does not literally believe in Satan. So if you're staying away from it because you disagree right. with that concept, then you, you're not uh, actually aware of what it's about, which is right. fine. Right. I wasn't at all. I didn't see a trailer or anything. All I knew was that it was getting great reviews. And um, and then I saw it and I thought, oh, yeah, this is not about, even though they are uh, considered a religion, they are... I don't know that they have tax exempt status or anything like that yet, right. but they are considering themselves a religion, and they are um, they are for things like the separation of church and state. They are trying to support that in every way possible. Well, see, that's so, why I asked the question because I th- I don't think anybody you know just hearing correct. the title yeah. would have been like, right, yeah, right. I'll check that out. But you know, usually these things there's a little more to them than you there than is you maybe think much more to it. Yeah. Um, so that's something that's. Uh, Currently out, right? That's a, that that's is, a new one. It came out for Easter. <laughs> wow. wow. Um, I can't believe this Easter weekend box office didn't, and, didn't cry. And, and the, the other, exactly, exactly. And the other side of that coin is that I celebrated Earth Day by seeing Penguins, the new oh, um, yeah. na- Disney nature documentary, which is fan fucking tastic um right on. they're all they're all good i haven't seen all those disney nature movies but they are just they do a good job basically what they do is you know they create a story out of uh, you know a bunch of footage they, that yeah. they like uh, any reality tv they exactly. carve the story they from carve it film. and uh and so they follow this one cute little penguin uh named steve <laughs> which was right his real name believe it or not that's really his name no i'm kidding <laughs> He doesn't have a name. He's Jesus a penguin. Christ. What are you talking about? <laughs> oh, you dick. I was, sitting, I was like, wait a minute. I was trying to work that out in my head. That he's ever I was given sitting me. here like, 
wait a minute. <laughs> Penguins give each other names in English? <laughs> Penguins. Hail Satan? Um, and, uh, but, but it really got me because they just, it's uh, Ed Helms uh, narrates it and it starts with uh, this, <laughs> this penguin strutting across the ice uh, to Patty LaBelle's Stir It Up, oh, know, nice. which you'll remember from yeah. the intro to uh, Beverly Hills Cop. Right. I'm in already. <laughs> yeah. I'm it just, I, I had such a big grin on my face. It was that hilarious. Um, anyway, so that's that's most of it. Um, yeah, that's yeah. a couple of new ones. Did you see anything uh, the older? It doesn't have to be real old, but something that didn't. Yeah, fresh something and new, that wasn't just caught up new. on. Um, yeah, I mean, probably the most uh, the most interesting one there uh, is this has been out for a couple months now, but Triple Frontier on Netflix, I would highly recommend. It's right, extremely good. Uh, did you see that? I've seen that one as well. I thought yeah, it was great. Jess and I watched great. that one. So um, yeah. yeah, there's some real uh, and there's some real. Uh, intense action beats in there and I mean, a lot of top-notch really, people really well around. yeah really well written and acted and directed and uh i thought that all the practical action and vehicle stuff was just great the helicopter stuff and the yeah. all the car stuff was yeah. outstanding i definitely i didn't know where we were going kind of about two-thirds <laughs> right. of the way through um which is not i'm not necessarily a a, a knock on it but I, I definitely kind of started feel like feel like I was waning where I was I was really into it at the beginning but then right. I felt like it came around um I don't want to I think it did too. spoil anything yeah. but I felt like it came around yep um I uh went and saw uh best of enemies mm. which is I haven't seen it yet there and you liked um, it though right yeah I really loved it I have I have a tough time nowadays kind of um separating what I really love because of the story uh-huh. And what I think is like a really great movie. Certainly right. in, in no way was this a bad movie. It was a solid movie through and through. Yeah. But I just think the story is going to win you over. Unless you're a dick, the story is going to win you over no matter right. what. I mean, it's just a story of human compassion and people who absolutely don't seem like they could ever come together yep. and I die. And it just it gives you a little dose of hope, which I think sure. is about as important as, uh, as ever as anything. Right now. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I really, really enjoyed it. Um, Sam Rockwell fantastic i mean everybody was fantastic i'm not just, just came up with out, his name like yeah. that like i never have trouble thinking of sam rock never have i ever forgotten um, he may name. be the actor that i can't come up with his name more than anyone you know and this I love morning him. even i was like what's his name again it uh it kills us <laughs> we, we played did, trivia we trivia the other day <laughs> and uh that was one that we definitely left some points on the table both of us sitting there naming 12 movies if i wasn't in a room out. full of 100 people i would have probably punched something <laughs> oh was so, you were you were pacing so I was scared to talk to you. It was like as angry as I've ever seen you because we both knew it. Neither of us could get there. We could rattle off his whole filmography and God. all we needed to write down was Sam Rockwell. Anyway, we and did we not have, our trivia. We would have gotten probably 14th place out of 20 instead of 15th place out of 20. Huge if loss. we had Huge loss. Oh, yeah. We could have jumped at least <clears throat> one single digit. Yeah, one. one into one the bottom place. third of that. <laughs> That trivia. That sucks. Um, <laughs> the, I, I saw a, a, a much older film um, as well. And I'm sure you probably haven't seen it, but have you ever seen All That Heaven Allows? No. That movie? What is it? Um, with, um, it's, uh, oh, this is going to be great now that I got Sam Rockwell. <laughs> Rock Hudson. I knew Rock Hudson. Rock. Okay, the other Rock guy. Hudson. So the reason I bring it up is uh, it's a good movie. It's it's very much like sort of 50s of its time, kind of soap opery and in, in like intentionally, you know, kind of mm-hmm. in what it's going for in the tone and everything else. And beautiful to look at, bright colors, everything else. Cool. Um, but it was the reason I bring it up is I actually read up on this because the whole time I was watching it, I was like, this is so much like Far From Heaven. Do you remember Far From Heaven that came out in 02? It was up for Best Picture. Yeah, um, I know of it. Yeah, it, it, anyway, it. it was a great film. But um, 
And I was like, the stories are too similar and the titles are too similar for this to be just a thing. And sure, sure enough, like I looked it up and it was one of two films that influenced Far From Heaven. Got it. Um, and they follow the same patterns also in terms of if you watch Far From Heaven, I mean, it's one of the most beautiful movies you can ever watch. I mean, I know there's there's a bunch of movies that are just beautiful to look at, but mm-hmm. separating everything else, it's just gorgeous to look at. I mean, it's like paintings, you know what I mean, cool. on the screen. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and great performances too. But both of them are about kind of longing and society putting certain restraints on you and not being able to live your fullest freest life because Mm -hmm. of certain ways people view you and kind of that backstabbing nature of like suburbia where everything seems great and it's beautiful on the outside but down below in the seedy nature of everything is everybody just wants to spread rumors and things and what's interesting is again not to get too much into the story but far from heaven uh of course ends on a very very tragic note where you're just that's though too movie and you're just sitting there thinking god you know yeah. these poor people whereas um this one was basically had all the drama that you would think was going to go in a negative way and then of course turned it around in like the last 30 seconds and it was like but we're happy and we you know what i mean like we worked through it that kind of thing and that's kind of a sign of the times too yeah, but i was going to say that's just the era well it's yeah, still right. worth checking out though uh, all that heaven allows and it's again it's on a lot of lists for you know greatest movie however many movies right is on your list but um but that was interesting to look at particularly having seen far from heaven they'd mm-hmm. be an interesting kind of companion piece if anybody wanted to really sure and they're not the most entertaining films in the world they're slower they're plotting but they're really really beautiful and i think nice, nice achievements in film so very nice okay so our primary topic of the day is uh movie trailers um specifically our favorite movie trailers obviously if anybody loves movies uh probably uh goes in and watches the previews before the film comes up just to get excited about what's coming up um sometimes that's better than the movie you're gonna see that's the most exciting time i'm I'm into the trailers i mean i go to a lot of movies and i i'm I'm always there before the trailers i might usually there 10 minutes before the trailers and I, yeah. I consider the trailers part of the movie. Right. I never um, want to miss them. Yeah. And, and I always yeah. want to get excited about what's coming up. Because if you're a movie fan, exactly. why would you not want to be excited why about would you what's not? coming up? And that's why I don't understand the people that don't uh, pay attention to the trailers. They talk right. or are on their phone, which, you know, objectively, you're not in the movie yet. So I can kind of understand that, um, you know. But at the same time, I will shush people if they're <laughs> talking yeah, during well, the trailer. Speaking of that, not to backtrack too hard, but when we saw Best of Enemies, uh, my girlfriend Jess and I, shout out to Jess, uh, there was a, literally the, the you know, not, the movie hadn't even started, but that first logo came up. Yeah. And this guy from the back row, and this was all behind us, so I didn't even see a phone out. Put your phone away. Excellent. You know I mean? and Excellent. Put it down, and I was just like, "Oh, I dig that guy." I mean, he was awesome. all over it, and there were no other problems that I could tell. This lady next to me in Penguins. Penguins was full of kids. The, you know, right, I mean, there course. was a bunch yeah. of kids and, and small kids, and I totally understood that. And I wasn't about to. It, I just knew that going in. I wasn't gonna be weirded out by that or be annoyed by that. Um, this lady who was with her son was shushing toddlers way at the bottom of the <laughs> like from the entire opposite end of the theater oh and hardcore. it was amazing because hardcore. i was like she is just one of these people that will tell your child <laughs> to shut up there is a level to which and I'm willing to i had to. so much respect for it because i as, <laughs> as not being a parent i was like yeah. well i'm not gonna shush a kid right like, and plus i don't care you know there's nothing going on on the screen there's no story that i'm yeah. missing yeah. it's a penguin ra- walking oh. around you know, and it just, she was just, shh, 
Man, she was wow. livid. Seems a little extreme. Yep. With the yep. Toddler, yep. But it hey, was intense. You do you, lady. Intense. Well, uh, before we launch into our list and and our picks for our favorite movie trailers, yeah. Kelly, do you know? You may. You may not. Ooh, yeah. uh, how these movie previews, as we sometimes call them now, got the name trailer? Oh no. No, I really don't. So this is interesting. Um, I, I researched this a little bit because I was always kind of curious. And yeah. it, it, it seems so obvious now that it, it makes sense. But um, they're called trailers because originally they trailed the movie. Oh, at, at the, the end, end of the film, you would come in, you would watch oh. movies. Part of this, I think, is because people weren't necessarily, the way movies used to be, there weren't showtimes. You would just come in and you would start the movie wherever it was yeah. and you could stay all day. You could watch yeah. multiple films. So they knew people would be there when the movie ended and they would... It, kind of makes more sense than previews it would show you here's what's coming next like you've seen what's here uh -huh. now yeah here's what's coming next so obviously changing the name to preview because when they started showing them at the beginning that changes things also the fact that credits now run so long at the oh end my God, and if long you, stay. yeah you yeah. go back to even like the 70s and you've got movies that all the credits are at the beginning yep and there's a the end at yep. the end, and that's pretty much it. Very interesting. So, yeah, trailers are called trailers because they trailed the film it's originally. It's kind of funny that they've kept that name, though, kind of officially, even though we might try to call them previews. Right. Uh, we, that's not what they're called. I mean, any... I feel okay. like trailer, the term trailer came back around in the inter internet era when movies started being shown on... Like on, you were watching on the them on your computer, or whatever. because when okay. I watched them and I, I just never heard the term trailer and this could just be me, but growing up in a little right. girl, North Carolina, we always called them previews. Oh, interesting. And if they were on TV even, we were like, oh, it's a preview for another movie. Yeah. Like you're see, preview. Pre you're yeah, seeing yeah. it before. But then as they popped up on the internet and we were talking about Apple having a whole trailers. section that for trailers. Trailers, yeah. Yeah, one of the earliest things I was like, oh, trailers, movie trailers. And I didn't know at that time why they called them that, but that is the I mean, history of the word of trailer. The, yeah, all the, the, you got your companies that produce them are, you know, trailer houses. There's right. Trailer Park is a very right. famous uh, production company. Um, yeah, it's it's definitely in our culture that they are still trailers. Whatever. So a little, little tidbit, little bit very, of information cool. there. For all you guys. Um, and the other thing we should mention is, and most people, you know, maybe they'll know this, maybe they won't, but obviously trailers have not always had the same sort of formula that we have now. I think they're very formulaic now. They sort of yeah. know, here's what works, here's what we're giving you, here's what people expect. Um, but if you go back even to like Raiders of the Lost Ark, you go back to like 80s films that we grew up with and you try to find a trailer online, there is a lot of just the director talking uh, to the audience. Hey, we're working on this film. And then showing you some very rough footage of what has been going on. Yeah. And nowadays, the only example I think we get of that nowadays is like if you watched, um, I know your favorite and one of mine, the Lord of the Rings uh, special yeah, special it. features. They had a lot of, you know, when you'd buy the box set of one, when the next one hadn't come out for a year, but they were already filming it, they would do kind of an old school trailer then. Wow. Long before the trailer was going to drop the actual trailer and it would be very rough footage and some of it wouldn't be in the movie. You know, later mm -hmm. to be dropped by that time. Um, but that's really the only example I can think of, something that's a real fan favorite where they've got some behind the scenes stuff. Other than that, you really don't get that director's talking to you about what he's making type of thing anymore. Yeah. In doing research for this segment, I realized how few older trailers uh, I had seen. I mean, because right. why would I? Right. What, of course. what reason yeah. would I have to see a trailer for a movie that came out pre like 95 or 2000? You right. know, right. Um, I can I can picture. If it's, let's say it's 95 and I'm a little younger than you are, but I'm watching a VHS, there are going to be previews yep. um, before the movie on VHS uh, for a little bit, especially all the Disney stuff had right. always lots of, right. lots of previews. 
Um, and it wasn't until DVDs came around that you could skip those. So you kind of need, you kind of ended up watching the previews. So, but that would have been mid nineties on. Yeah. Um, so it makes sense that I don't really know the trailers from, you know, eighties, seventies before at all. I did go back and listen and, and watch a few, but at the end of the day, um, they're really, like you said, not the same and, yeah. and they're, they're largely formulaic unless you had a really artistic director and we'll mention a couple here that I think kind of stand out. Right. Um, then they were kind of boring by today's standards. Yeah, it, they, definitely. They either give too much away or they are just not very well edited or they are, um, I don't know. They're well, they're like little a, movies now. So, like yeah. they, they used to be, it was, if you or I sat with some friends and we were like, Hey, you got to see this movie. There's this and there's that. We may get them excited to see the movie. Yeah. It's not going to be the same as showing Indiana Jones swinging from by the whip, you know, or, right. or, or whatever it is. Some double lightsaber sparking in star Wars episode one. I remember right. the oohs and ahs when the episode one trailer right. hit and it was, uh, you know, yeah. s- as simple a thing as it is. It's like, Oh my God, there's yeah. a two. And that trailer is not even good. That's it's the really funniest. Not thing. good. I've you been know, watching it a few times because I was like, "Wait, is this good?" It's we need, not good. We, you're right. It's not, and we need to dive into a full kind of episode one episode at some point. <laughs> Be, just because I, I still feel this way. Well, for a movie that was so in a few weeks. That's true. We're almost there. Uh, maybe we should line up outside. <laughs> no, Curious. for a movie that was so disappointing on so many levels, and the trailer, I think. Uh, is the same. I think when you go yeah. back, you're like, Oh, this isn't, this isn't very good. This is kind of clunky. At the time it was great. The trailer but, was well, That's great. what I was going to say. The anticipation <laughs> is on, is unrivaled. I, yeah, mean, I just don't exactly. think we'll ever have anything again. Cause the culture is not one as much anymore either. We don't have water cooler moments where everybody has watched friends or Seinfeld or whatever it is. Right. There's, there's so much stuff. You're not going to get that many people, but all of us were waiting for star Wars and all of us saw that trailer. So I do think that's still kind of a special thing that that anticipation was a lot of fun, but you're right. Not a very good trailer. Very special. Should, I don't know how you want to do this. Should we jump into teasers first? We've both compiled little lists. So yeah, let's, let's, um, let's talk teasers. Um, for me, teasers had a lot more, I have a lot more to say about teasers. Okay. Um, because I think that in 2019, uh, if we have anything that is, uh, kind of referenced as a teaser. It's not really a teaser anymore. They're cramming more and more footage yeah. into the teaser. And I, and I honestly think that there is sort of a line with a teaser that, um, is, it probably has to do a lot with the dialogue from the movie. If Very little dialogue from the movie, yeah. then I think it's a trailer, right? If it's VO or if it's all imagery or if it's just music score, right. I think then it's a teaser and, uh, there are some really good examples of that. Um, and, uh, I think that one of the best pieces of marketing ever made was the force awakens teaser. Um, now I have some that go back a little further, but looking back at as many teasers as I did, I just watched this a little while ago and it's so good. They just nail so much of what you needed to see in such a short amount of time. Um, to see Finn without the helmet on, we right. didn't know Storm who he was. Yeah. That's like a crazy image. And just like you said, with episode one, seeing a, a two, you know, a bladed lightsaber, that was, we, what is that? I've never right. seen that before. Right. A sh- totally shocking imagery for a Star Wars fan was, you know, Finn without the helmet on. And then, uh, and then you get at the end, just like a nice big, like, 
barrel roll in the sky from the Falcon. Right. Which everyone's going to cheer. Hardly anything else. You know, it, it's nuts how good that is. Um, and even watching it again, I get chills because it's, it's, <laughs> it's better. It's better than everything that came after it. Like the, the movie is good and everything that we've had from the star Wars universe recently has been pretty good. Right. Um, I'm relatively into all of it. Um, but like you said, with episode one, it's the same thing. The anticipation, like the anticipation, there's nothing like that. Yeah. So I really believe that that's one of the best. Well, I think you broke it down pretty well. Uh, that idea of you're really not getting any storage information. Mm -hmm. You're just seeing things and thinking, Oh, that look, another really good example would be if you remember the first inception trailer. Oh yeah. Maybe this will be on your list. Maybe it's not. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, you had all these images of these actors and doing crazy things. And then right at the end, I mean, you saw the spinning top, which obviously Uh ended up being a very important image. Right. And then at the very end, you see Joseph Gordon Levitt running up a wall. You know what I mean? And, and and you had no explanation for this. And this wasn't like them in later trailers, full trailers where they're saying a dream is like a reality and you don't know the difference till you come out of the dream and kind of explaining what's going on. But until then you were like, wait, what the hell just happened there at the end <laughs> and water exploding on all sides of DiCaprio. Right. So that's another really good example. Using the other thing is visuals, yeah. teasers are, are generally about a minute long, maybe a minute and a half I, yeah, as opposed yeah. to like two and a half minutes or so is what a, a normal, just in me looking and researching, that's about how long you get mm-hmm. most times. And I looked up a lot of teasers that were were labeled as a teaser from either the studio or the official, let's say, YouTube account of a movie. And uh, they were like two minutes, two plus. Yeah. And I was like, no, that's not a teaser. Right. And then, and then I would right. watch them and they would be a trailer. They would right. absolutely be a trailer. So I, there's, I think, some disconnect. And I'm sure the people that cut trailers have all kinds of specifics that they could get into. So if you right. are a trailer editor, feel free to email in. Um, yeah, please do. But uh, but they're, they're just some all-time greats. Are you familiar with the, the Comedian? Or not the Comedian, but Comedian from 2002, that trailer? I don't remember this one. It's Hal Douglas, who's a very, very, very famous uh, voiceover artist. Uh-huh. Um, doing documentary it's a documentary yeah it's a it's a comedy documentary with jerry seinfeld and it's okay. got a bunch of other chris rocks and a bunch of people um but it's a it it is a <laughs> trailer of hal douglas doing a voiceover for the comedian trailer <laughs> and the guy keeps telling him he's doing it wrong do you not are you so this is this is the yeah. teaser for the movie, this for is the, the movie, right. teaser, and nothing in and the he's doing teaser has anything the to do oh, okay. with the I movie. You know what yeah. I mean? I love it. Um, Very meta. So we should actually watch it real quick, just because. If you got I can it, cut this out Pull if we want to, no. but uh, I got it right here. So <laughs> I'm sure you've you must have seen this before. Yeah, it may all come back to me. Yeah. Whoa, feedback. <clears throat> all right, let's try this. This is the voiceover for. Comedian movie trailer. Take one. In a world where laughter was king. Uh, no in a world, Jack. What do you mean, no in a world? It's not that kind of movie. Oh? Okay. In a land that... No in a land either. In a time... I don't think so. In a land before time. It's about a comedian, Jack. 
one man. No. When your life is no longer your own. What, what does that mean? When everything you know is wrong. That's wrong. In an outpost. No. On the edge of space. There's no space. A girl. No. Two girls. No. Now, no. more than ever. Stop it. A renegade cop. Uh, I hate you. A robot renegade cop. You're fired. You're fired. No, you're actually fired. I'm fired. Get out of the booth, Jack. No. I like it in here. Okay, I definitely remember this. Okay. It all came back to Classic, me. That's a right? brilliant choice, and Classic. I'm jealous of that choice. That's a, <laughs> that's a great and very original teaser. And that actually, I'm glad we pulled that up because that really kind of gives you a window into when they first were transitioning from those trailers where the director was just talking about things. Yeah. I think you'll remember this when we were kids. There was that one voice, that voice mm-hmm. of narration in a world covered by water. Well, water world that's one of the guys. I mean, that's actually him. He's not an actor. Right. He's a voiceover right, yeah. actor, you know? So, um, yeah, that, that's just one of, and, and I did do some research, some, t- some top teaser, top trailer lists, and it's on a lot of them, but that's right. one of, that is maybe the first or second, other than the Star Wars uh, Phantom Menace trailer that I kept on my computer. I have that QuickTime <laughs> yeah. file. As soon yeah. as that mo- as soon as that trailer came out, that teaser came out, I would watch it a million times. Right, so, right. So that was great. Well, Anyways, that is interesting because yeah. that actually makes me think, though. Now that we're, if we're thinking about this in, in chapters and kind of the evolution of a movie trailer, you've got just the presentation where the director's talking. Then you've got this voiceover carrying you through mm-hmm. what you're seeing. Yeah. And you're kind of getting further and that further away from people talking. Yeah. Now you have music. The music swells. Mm-hmm. Then you have this little downbeat usually between mm-hmm. the big crescendo the first time where you get some important dialogue. Yep. Then you go back into the music and you finish on a big loud beat. That's yep. kind of how they go now. That's exactly but right. But as we yeah. said, teasers, which this is a great example of, are really just kind of a blink. And it's yep. like, hey, you might be interested in this. Maybe you didn't know about it. Right. So that's a great choice. Well, another one to check out in that same vein is Back to the Future. Um, I had never, well, no, I had seen this before, but it, it didn't really stay with me. But um, it's a bunch of footage not from the movie of huh. Marty getting in the DeLorean. And it's a bunch of super, super close-ups on things in the DeLorean. Right. And then uh, he has one line of dialogue to camera, right? Uh, oh, but there's a there's a person off camera saying, "Where are you going?" You know, or and something this is like for the that. First back to the for future. the first one, okay. yeah. And he goes, uh, "I don't know, about thirty years or something like that." And he puts on his glasses and he drives <laughs> nice. off. But it's all shot for the trailer or for the teaser. Yeah. You know, it's, it's like they shot their own little production. And and uh, and that I think is really the way that it should be. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's, uh, you know, Back to the Future, I don't remember that one, and I, I doubt I ever saw it because that was, what, 85? Mm-hmm. Um, but I do remember one of the earliest memories I have from a movie, and they actually did run this at the tail end. Uh, oh, they trailed the really? film. After Back to the Future 2, oh, yeah. they had a teaser for Back three. to the Future 3. Well, they shot and the them one together, thing I remember, yeah. yeah, so they had that, mo- at least most of the footage, even if it was kind of raw stuff. Exactly, yeah. And I remember very specifically... Obviously, knowing it was a Western, which excited me a lot as a little kid. I was really into Westerns, really into Indiana Jones. But seeing them having the DeLorean being towed by horses, it's like a wagon. shot. That yep. was a big thing they showed. And we were that was like the first time I ever remember being excited about, oh, here's something else coming. Right. That's kind of another example. I wonder, I, I should know this because I feel like Back to the Future is my most... Uh, Kind of, <laughs> you know, yeah, I'm, it's your I'm favorite. That's most, your probably most educated. It's your Star Wars, but um, but I don't know that that uh, trailer um, actually played in theaters. Um, mm. You're saying that you remember it, and yeah, it could be a false. I, re- I remember it from the VHS because I wasn't have, alive yeah. really when it 
you know, I, I didn't see it in theaters because I right. would have been 89 and I would have been too I was small. There. I was there, um, baby. But, but I guess that's my point is, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know which, which came first, but. Right. Um, I could be remembering. That wrong, is, but. no, that's a really good example though, because of course they shot them together. They had the footage and right. they're trying to tease it. So that's and perfect. It, yeah. Didn't it say, did it say in the theater on that one to be concluded? I know they added that for the original Back to the Future, but for Back to the Future, that 2, I also the original know, cut. I feel like it all was, yeah. but again, I could be making all of this up. It, Since we're into this, real yeah. quickly, I don't yeah, want to derail yeah. us too much, but did you know derail that? Yeah, like perfect. The train. I meant to do yeah. that. Anyways, whatever. Um, <laughs> did you know? And th- this is something I had no idea that there was actually an intermission, according to MovieWeb.com, and they're usually right, an intermission built into The Empire Strikes Back. Really? I feel like we're kind of circling back to movie news here, even though it's old news. But this was fascinating to me. I had no idea. And this guy was was basically writing an article saying people act like all the original Star Wars had everything worked out and now they're messing stuff up. But in actuality, they tried a lot of things that didn't work. So what he says is some fans will argue or perhaps have simply forgotten that The Empire Strikes Back did have an intermission when it first hit theaters in May 1980. Subsequent re-releases did not have the intermission. But when it first screened, there was a break. Um, the monster hiding in the, in the asteroid, it's about to close its mouth on the millennium Falcon. Han Solo is maneuvering to escape and basically they cut to black and you have a little break and then they escape when you come back and then it very quickly goes to Luke swinging. It was just a terrible idea, right? That sounds real bad. And this is where you kind of get into those ideas where you think some stuff's brilliant for George Lucas and other things like, what the hell were you thinking? And I think he was so in love with that idea of the serial, which is how this started Uh anyway. Yeah. Like we're in the middle of a story. That's the first Star Wars. We're episode. Will he make it out? Yeah, cliffhangers and stuff he loved being a kid. I think he was trying to even build one into the actual movie. So that was fascinating to me. I want to jump right back to the teasers, but when I looked that up, I definitely wanted to bring that up on this because I had no idea and That's I wouldn't have been real weird yeah. either, but that is fascinating and such a terrible, terrible choice in yep, my opinion. That was real bad. Um, anyway, so glad, glad they changed <laughs> no, that. I love that. So, I love that. Anyway, so you've got, you've got the comedian for your teasers. You've yep. got Back to the Future. Yep. And um, another, you know, two two other major ones. Uh, a couple of these are kind of just honorable mentions, but um, Cloverfield, before it had yeah. a name, was yeah. a really powerful teaser. And I went back and watched that too. And it kind of breaks my rule of, of uh, dialogue from the movie, but I think. I think I would still put it in the teaser category um, because they didn't even have a title for it announced. Yeah. And it and keeps enough of a mystery. You don't know what's going on. The movie's such a mystery anyways that I think, yeah, that works. But um, if I'm remembering correctly, you don't see the monster, right? You just oh, no. see the Statue yeah, yeah. of Liberty's head yep. roll around. It ends with that. And it's so, so effective. That's a teaser because you don't know what's going on. Correct. You just know there's something terrifying and it yeah. was the found footage type of stuff. Yeah. So. Great, great. Yeah, and, I'd count that one. The last one, Terminator 2, Judgment Day, is, yeah. is almost identical in uh, style and execution to Back to the Future in that they shot a bunch of footage just for it, which is right. the building of the T-800. It's coming off the assembly line. Great, right? Yeah. And and yeah. none of that's in the movie, but they get Arnold there, and he's got some red red glowing lights uh, for eyes, and which doesn't he doesn't even really have those in the movie at any point. No, no. <laughs> so. I thought long and hard about Terminator 2 yeah. for my list, too, and I Cloverfield came up as well. Yeah. Um, that was another one. So anyways, those are basically my, some of my favorite teasers and I'm, I'm avoiding anything much older because I think this right. all kind of right for where sure. it needs to be. Where, what about you? So you for, got? for teasers, the ones I came up with, it, well, actually I'm going to kind of spoil one of them, but I, I do, maybe you won't have an answer to this, but, um, I'm very curious. Do you remember where the wild things are? Yeah. The first trailer that came out. I, I That's remember one being very good. The gap. It bridges the gap. Does I think it? it's fantastic. But it, you know, it's a solid 
two or two and a half minutes and it's Spike Jones. So yeah. I think he did it himself. So that's sure, one of those yeah. filmmakers that like wasn't sending it out to a shop. He was right. going to do it. So it's just the music that's playing and all these images. But really that ultimately ends up being what the second trailer is as well. There's more dialogue, there's more story, uh-huh. but it starts off with the kid walking with one of the wild things and they're having a little conversation. He's like, I got something I want to show you. And then the music oh, starts yeah. up and those drums start up and all you see is the the writing on the screen that's inside all of us, a wild thing, a this, a that, a, a frightened nice, child, yep. you know? And it's just the kid running in that outfit in different images. Oh, super, yeah. super Lots powerful. of quick cuts of him running oh, in, at yeah. different stages of... It, it was, yeah. and, and again, the, these trailers, right. there's no bearing on whether the movie ended up being great. Or, no, uh, yeah, this that's is just disclaimer. How good, we, yeah, because <laughs> a lot of mine ended up not being, it was the anticipation right. that was right. great and they did a better job with the trailer. Whether that's a teaser or a trailer, I don't know, but it's on my list. No, that's a great Wherever pick. it goes. I do, I do vividly remember a lot of that. So good, uh, man. I'm going to have to rewatch that. Um, The other ones that I've got, um, I tried to kind of break it a little bit by genres because there were a bunch that I had. I already mentioned Terminator 2 came up. Yeah. Inception came up with him, which I mentioned before. Anything Chris Nolan. I think there's a few (sighs) filmmakers that we could just say anything that they've done. Yeah, Fincher. Pretty. Fincher always does his own. I'm going to bring him up in a little bit. Yeah. Um, But the the sci-fi one, well, there are two sci-fi ones that I picked. If you remember the first District 9 teaser, oh yeah, that thing was set up like some racially awesome. charged documentary. They're interviewing what looks like real people. Oh, man, I They're, forgot They don't about need to that. be here. They just need, I wish they would just go. The government's spending money to keep them, them here. They've got fences up. Everybody's angry mm-hmm. about these people. And then finally it says they are not human. And, and you see this giant ship floating above the so city good. in uh, uh, South Africa where there's already racially charged history, obviously. Sure. So they're playing off of that. And then the only thing you see at the end is this creature, this alien, with its face kind of blurred out, just clicking. Yeah. You know, and you're getting the dialogue. Actually, one of the teasers doesn't even have the correct. They didn't even do it. I think it's even better. It's more effective. And you just got one of us questioning the alien and saying, "Why are you here?" We worked at Sony when this all happened. This was one of the trailers we ran a lot. Kind of mind blown. And it was like the best trailer I remember us ever running at the end of our tour video before we started the tour because people were literally didn't know really what to make of it. They were like, "What is that? That's interesting." So. They're just questioning them. And then the last thing he asks, why don't you just leave? Why are you here? And he says, how do your weapons work? And that's what the trailer ends on. And a lot of people love District 9. I didn't dislike District 9, but it didn't blow me away to the degree I wanted it to. Right. But that trailer, the excitement of that trailer. Agreed. Was was huge. Um, The other teaser that really got me excited and also let me down later was Prometheus. Oh, and I don't sure. know if you remember with Prometheus, it was kind of the big questions type of thing. It was they went looking for our beginnings. It could be our end, and it was all it was, man. Now that we've seen so much Alien, I think we're yeah. overkill on it. But this was when we hadn't had another Alien movie since Alien Three, right? Or Alien Resurrection back in the nineties, right, right, right. and this was like going to bridge the gap. It was going to be this brilliant thing. It's just running and this like violent music and like almost like strobe lighting. And, and it's just like, you know, terrifying the whole time. And you don't really see any creatures, but these people are all fighting for their lives. And I just remember being like, this is a perfect alien trailer, like or teaser, yeah. without really giving you anything. To get us back into the, yeah. the whole mood. Yeah. That was another one that really, really struck a chord with me. 
some that I left off to get those two in, but I just wanted to mention briefly Independence Day, the first mm-hmm. one. Yeah. Just says July 2nd, they arrive. July 3rd, they attack. July 4th, we fight back Independence Day. You know, so I mean, good. full chest thumping Americana, <laughs> oh jingoistic, you know, we whatever. Fight back. But then you just see the White House exploding, and you don't yep. even know Will Smith's in it at this point unless you've read up. I mean, that was a, I remember everybody being super excited. And also at that time, seeing the White House blow up, yeah. it just shows you where we, we are now. We talked about this last People week. were like, what the hell? Yeah. Like, was, oh my God, they did <laughs> not do that like, how did they do that how could you cross that line exactly um the star trek the jj abrams star trek that rebooted yeah. was a great one it, if you remember it was just a, a ship under construction out in space it was literally just oh. these guys and it was blow torches and what you heard in the voiceover was you know jfk saying i challenge humanity I totally forgot to get, about and, this yeah, one. and then it moves You're on so right. to one small step for man it's historic clips uh-huh. and then eventually that dialogue bridges to uh spock saying Mm -hmm. you know space the final frontier and what the trailer said which was great or the teaser said was under construction yeah coming in whenever and that was a brilliantly done teaser really good i mean just like really fantastic teaser man i forgot Um, about that yeah that was one of the best we've been shitting on star wars a lot as we should have uh for the prequels but uh episode two uh-huh. I really do think had a very, very powerful teaser. And this was after episode one. So everybody was kind of like, wait a second. I hate but it, episode two. The teaser for episode two, which I do think is the weakest in the whole yeah, series, yeah. was just Vader breathing. So it starts off black and you just hear that famous breath. And then it's just images. And it over with that breath. It's just black to an image. That's effective. Black to an image. Super effective. Yeah. Obviously, we know where the movie ended up going. Yeah. But um, but that one was really effective too. That's cool. Although not quite on the list. Um the only other ones I wanted to mention for teasers, and this is another one that obviously we know how the movie ended up, but Pearl Harbor. Do you remember the original teaser for Pearl Harbor? No. Yeah, I know. I don't I even know. really remember I the hate movie. even bring it up. Yeah. But so, what again, what you had was actual historical dialogue. It's cool. very powerful. Yeah. It's FDR saying, you know, this will not be the end and unprovoked attack and we will strike back. And you're just seeing kids playing baseball. And then as the kid throws the pitch, he looks up in the sky and there's a Japanese fleet of planes yep. flying by and yep. there's a lady hanging out her curtains and there's Boy Scouts that are taking a piss on the side of a hill and there they go. You don't even really get to an attack, but it's just that morning that's going to plunge the states oh, of the war. Man, yeah. And then it's Pearl Harbor Memorial Day. I mean, you you don't know really who's in it, if I'm remembering right, any of that stuff, but that and the music's very powerful. That trailer was so exciting. I mean, to the same degree that the movie was disappointing, yes. you know, as a lot yeah. of these have ended up being. Um, but that was another one I wanted to mention. And my all-time favorite teaser trailer, which you will love, <laughs> feel free to argue with me on this one. Before they came out with any trailers for Lord of the Rings, Fellowship, anything else, they did a teaser for the whole trilogy. So they dropped a really? teaser. And I knew it was filming, but there had been very little information. The big movie that was coming up was still Star Wars, and you hadn't heard a lot about Lord sure, of the Rings. Sure, yeah. Even though Lord of the Rings started filming in 99 also. But they okay. had an 18-month shoot and then reshoots and everything else. Right. They dropped a teaser that was all three films, and it just started with the one ring to rule them all dialogue. Uh-huh. Even if you know, if you watch the I teaser, don't know what that means. you will definitely <laughs> if you watch the teaser, you will definitely be like, that's an effective okay, teaser. Sure. So yeah. and they're basically they start showing images and it's very little images, and of course it's the greatest story ever told comes to the screen. And then when it cut, it went to, you know, kind of like the titles and Lord of the Rings is coming, and the very tail end of it had just the fellowship walking, which I know is the big joke. They're, they just walk all those movies. So you have all these nine characters walking by, and as you do, it's saying fellowship 2001, 
Two Towers. Oh, they call it out like that. And it gets to the last oh. character who, again, you may not know, Aragorn, who is the king. He's the one that's going to become the king. And it says Return of the King 2003 on him. So it actually goes in order perfectly, too, before it closes. And that was like that was legitimately the most excited I've ever been in a theater yeah. for a movie that was coming, mainly because I'd read those books sure. dad when I was a kid. I was excited anyway, and the teaser was so good. None of the trailers matched that level right, to me. Right. But that teaser for all three, and it was like, wait a minute, we're getting three consecutive years of these movies was just like a thrill for movie fans. I think we're touching on something here, which is we're gonna talk about in a minute that we're we're gonna talk about some trailers and it's kind of like trailers are dog shit compared to teasers. <laughs> yeah. I think that's what we're getting to. Teasers leave me more, more to your imagination. This is why people say books are better than the movie. Everything else, you have a creative license. You're involved in it. You're you're yeah. filling the gaps in your own mind. And no one person, no matter how talented, can do what you can do for you subjectively. Yeah. You know, you and I see characters and story beats in our head for whatever Star Wars movie is coming right. better than anything they can do, no matter how perfect they do it. Because it's right. one person's vision which is never going to match your vision. You know, even if you can't come up with a movie and make a movie or a script, you've got ideas in your head that are perfect for you. So like, why are they not making more teaser, like artistic teasers? And why are they moving further and further away from teasers? Like you said a couple weeks ago, they're now doing little previews for the trailer. So they'll show little beats of images before the actual Like three seconds of clips before the trailer that you're about to watch. Uh, And... Yeah. Ugh. Anyways, and watching we, it, and if you're watching it online, you might have had to watch a preview or two to lead <laughs> up ad? to the trailer yeah, that you're watching. So it'll be an ad that's another preview, oh, and then God. images from a preview you're about to watch. So that this spoil it. It was a little bit of a sidetrack, but it's still trailer related. We talked, or I talked last week about how terrible the Hobbs and Shaw trailer was, the first one. Right. And I and I stand by that. I think it's dog shit. But um, very brave of you. Very bold to stand by. That you know what? <laughs> so uh, the new Hobson Shaw trailer came out and I'm fairly confident that literally none of the action set pieces from the first trailer are in the second trailer. And it, it just brings up that question of like, how can there be that many big budget like set pieces (laughs) that they literally don't (laughs) intersect? Right. You know, at all. I, I It's bananas. But this one is not quite as annoying. It's a lot more fun. Um, there's still a lot of craziness, of course. But um, right, we get course. to see the we get to see Dwayne Johnson go back to his family in Hawaii. And they're they're uh, they're ready to take on the whole bad guy army. Just him and all his brothers. It's yeah. very cool. There's a whole different vibe. But it, but um, relative, I haven't seen the new one. Relative, sure relative to the first trailer, it it you know gives me a little bit more of a smile just for the funness gotcha. of it all. Yeah. Gotcha. Whereas that first one just genuinely looked bad. So anyways. Yeah, right. Right. But yeah, um, teasers. Hey yeah, guys, so, make so teasers. we're both happy with teasers. <laughs> Although, and again, we'll find out here in a second. But again, teasers don't give you as much. So I guess this kind of makes sense. But of the ones I named, I'm pretty sure I just said that four of them disappointed me. <laughs> one of them made me super happy in right. the end, and that one you would probably argue with me on. But I think crit- critically, and and as far as the audience, you're aware yes, that Lord yes. of the Rings is a success. So yeah. um, there's only one that really came out that people were very very happy with of those and i think when we get to these trailers here in a second i think i'm going to be much more in tune with okay th- i like this preview and i ended up liking this film right or the film ended right. up good because you are giving away more and even though we don't like that as much it's still probably a better indicator of what you're going to get in the film so. well yeah and and that's uh part of my struggle with looking these up was that um 
uh, how do you disassociate when I'm when I'm looking back and thinking back? How do I disassociate my favorite movies uh, and not just focus on watching trailers for my favorite movies? And so, um, yeah, so the point is, I didn't really sure. succeed with that. I ended up just watching a lot of trailers for my favorite movies <laughs> and going, "These are all boring." Um, meaning relative yeah. to what we just talked about with teasers about how interesting they can be. Um, it was just even, even some of the best ones. So I'm, I'm not going to have as much to say on this section, but what I will say is that a few directors like David Fincher, Edgar Wright, Wes Anderson, uh, and Chris Nolan to some degree, but I think those are right. four of them, um, that have a lot of power over their trailers. And I'm sure you're going to mention some of these, but, um, but any of those directors, their trailers are probably pretty good, but they are definitely not groundbreaking. Yeah. They're still, yeah. I watched like even the Wes Anderson trailers and I'm going, all right, they're pretty standard. You're going to be interested. Yeah, I'm interested yeah. because the dialogue from the movie is interesting, right. not because right. the trailer itself is is that artistic or or that well edited. Um, but one of mine that stands out, do you remember the trailer for The Ten? It's a David Wayne movie. I don't. Not off the top of my head. Um, it has one of the funniest uh, bits of VO I've ever heard um, is when Paul Rudd, who's in the movie, is saying the cast names at the end. Like sometimes huh. they do. Like, yeah. here are the people that are in the movie. Right. Um, let me just play it real quick. Just that part. Okay. <laughs> Adam Brody. Rob Cody. Bonka Jackson. Kim Rinna. Gretchen. Oliver Platt. And Jessica Alba, the ten. Anyway, <laughs> good, right? <laughs> oh, only Paul Rudd. Man. Only Paul Rudd. It's better when you can read the names on yeah, the screen yeah. while he's. Everybody, just check out the trailer for the ten. Uh, it's a David Wayne movie, I think, from like uh, I don't know, two thousand two oh, or something. That's like funny. That. Uh, or no, two thousand five. I don't know. Um, but uh, but <laughs> that and that movie is just very big. It's a David Wayne movie, so right. it's like he made Wet Hot American Summer, and there's a lot of funny things in that movie, but. It's not anywhere near as good as the trailer is if you watch the whole trailer. Right. Um, for sure. But uh, yeah, it's good. That's funny. That's funny. Yeah. Well, the ending there is definitely the part that, <laughs> that's, that's the that, good that part, sells yeah. it for sure. Um, I'm going to bring up one. We can yeah, kind of go shoot, back and yeah, forth on this. Um, do you remember the trailer for the assassination of Jesse James by the coward Robert Ford? No, and I never even saw that movie. So I, I know I, it's I recommend the movie. Good, yeah. I recommend the movie. Again, it's a slow burn. Uh-huh. It's, a, it's a long and lengthy thing. Right. But it's, but it's also... Time is money, man. Kind of amazing. Know. Yeah, no, I know. I know. Um, <laughs> Me who goes to like a million yeah, yeah. Hey, man, I, I don't have time to sit around and watch films all day, okay? Um, but no, it's it's a really great movie. I think the trailer's even better. Um, I don't really know exactly how to go into it. It's just all about these two guys and this one that was obviously obsessed with another and then eventually became sort of an adversary. And it's, it's kind of has something to say about celebrity and it kind of has something to say about obsession. And it's just this character saying, you know, the ways we overlap are, are really amazing. You know, I'm this tall, you're that tall, you're the youngest of this many boys. I'm the youngest of this many boys. And there's a great line in there at some point where Brad Pitt says, you know, you're making me wonder, do you want to be like me or you want to be me? And just goes on and on and on. And then, and of course, amazing imagery throughout, just mm. a beautiful, beautiful landscapes and the old West and stuff. Right. And then right at the end, you've just got whatever the last line of dialogue is, is cut right there with just this candle and the guy leaning in and just blowing it out and just goes dark. And it's just really, really effective, nice. like great trailer uh, yeah. worth checking out. It's online. You can find it easy enough, but assassination of Jesse James by the coward, Robert Ford. Yeah. I got to check out trailer. that movie. It's in my, it's in my short list of movies that, uh, 
I've got on my hard drive or whatever that I yeah really really good yeah yeah really really good yeah what else you got uh you obviously remember the social network trailer we worked at Sony when that came out and this is our first overlap I've oh got this one man on that was so effective I remember we'd run that tour video and uh. And generally, we would uh, go uh, do other things during the trailers. We'd come back just for the end of them. But I think 100% of the time, I stayed in the theater to watch the trailer. I mean, if I watched it 100 times, 200 times, like that, it didn't matter because it was so good. Um, and that is my number one trailer. Okay. The well, one there you pick. go, man. I, I really didn't put mine in order. So my bad, but, um, nah, nah, I, nah. I, I just, uh, David Fincher is my favorite director by far. Um, and, uh, I think the game is a perfect movie, but, right. and we um, should mention again, we, I've said this, but he cuts his own trailers. He doesn't that, give it. That's kind else. of the whole thing. Right. And, and I, I would imagine if I did research on some of these other, you know, directors that we talked about, they probably have a similar setup. Um, or at least they have someone very close to them that knows their voice and it definitely doesn't get sent out to a trailer house. Right. Um, but we definitely know that with David Fincher and that really shows the social network trailer. So good. Yeah. And, and um, just to kind of piggyback, cause yeah. since I picked this one as well, um, you know, you open up with just literal real images from Facebook yep. that sort of fade in. Yep. Um, so and this simple. is still, you it's know, it's almost like teaser behavior at that yeah, point because totally. none of that's and in the movie. And it morphs into a full trailer. It turns into a trailer. Because yep. you've got creep exactly. playing in the background, and a, uh, but yeah. you've got it by a like nice a choir cover, a yeah, cover. that's singing it like gospel almost, you Beautiful. know? Yeah, yeah. And yeah, that's just carrying you through like, People want to be liked and want to be this. And how many yep. likes did you get in the heart? Look at this picture. All Look at how I project myself. So it's got so much to say there before you even get into the story. And then it's like, oh, we're talking about the man who invented Facebook. Mm-hmm. And it you hits you hard. Great yeah. clips where he's, I want to take the whole social experience, put it online. Which now, looking back, I mean, none of this seems crazy at all. Even at the time that trailer was coming out, which I think was uh, 2008, 2009, something like that. Um, or was it like 10 or 11? The movie was 11, so it would have okay. been probably 10, 11. So 2010. Uh, yeah. Even at that point, the Facebook thing was still very far. I remember we had a lot of guests, and, and especially with mm-hmm. the, the older ones, like yeah, yeah. where they brought their kids and stuff, that still didn't really know. I mean, now everyone is so hyper aware of all this stuff, mm-hmm. largely because yeah, of politics and years everything ago. else. Yeah. It wasn't that long ago, and we knew about it, and it was like our age people knew about it, but everybody, even if they'd heard of it, didn't really understand right. fully what it was. Um, so that was a really, really powerful one. I totally, I mean, I second that completely. Nice. And um, and it brings up this interesting thing, which I'm sure applies to a lot of these trailers, but um, you get uh, sometimes line readings or scenes that don't exist in the final movie in right. the trailers. Right, And you're and, looking for them and you're waiting for them. Yeah, and that happened. I mean, we could probably do a whole uh, heavy researched episode on Definitely. on that, all the instances of that where there are, um, especially in a lot of the newer movies, big, big budget movies where we see a specific thing right. uh, happen and right. it doesn't end up happening in the movie. Uh, but uh, in reality, um, that is uh, one of the instances where it stuck with me. Like I really remembered yeah. that he says that line. Um, if, uh, oh gosh, I'm forgetting the whole line, but the, the end of that line is if, if you'd, if you guys if were, had invented guys Facebook, had, you'd have been, you would have invented you Facebook. Have been, but it, yeah. the line reading is very, very different um, in the trailer for right. the movie. Right. And it's like they like, used a different take. They there, used a different there, take. There's one, of those in Indiana, there's one of those in Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull to consider, <laughs> to continue uh, this track of sequels from movies that I love and sequels <laughs> that I hate, um, where he says, Shia LaBeouf looks up at, at Harrison and says, so you're a teacher? 
I don't know if you remember this. <laughs> I and do in remember the trailer, this. In the trailer, he, the first one, he says, part-time. You know, like, part-time, yes, sir. It's a very on-the-nose, yep. but very... And then, <laughs> and then later, before the movie even came out, they chose... In in all in an objective view of this, a, a much worse take. I, yeah. I have no explanation for this with Spielberg or anybody else. And he says, "You're a teacher." He says, "Part time." Like it's the, the weirdest delivery. Super weird it, to the point that you can find stuff online where people make fun of this. It's not we, just yeah. Us. We are we are uh, definitely uh, along the same lines as the Plinkett review. Oh yeah, for this. And uh, if you movie. haven't checked out Plinkett's reviews, yeah, you yeah. have to. They're Big shout they're out amazing. for just so. search Red Letter Media on and good YouTube. Fr- good friends of our podcast. But, yeah, right. <laughs> so the point being, <laughs> they they mentioned that. That is such a weird discrepancy. But yeah, yeah, that's what happens with trailers. But like you said, there are whole sequences too. One that I'm not sure whether it was intended to be something shot just for the trailer or, uh, or it was just going to be something they had to cut out for emotional reasons i guess right. but if you remember the original sam raimi spider-man teaser oh yeah it had that the twin teaser towers in it. is a helicopter right. there's a bank robbery sequence that shot i assume completely separate from the movie i don't know if they were gonna oh use i it. wonder and they escape by helicopter and they're flying around and suddenly their helicopter starts jolting all different directions right. and they're terrified and then when it finally gets you out of the helicopter because you're just in there with the yeah robbers, you don't know where you're at then you realize that the helicopter is in a giant web yeah. spun between the, the two twin towers, twin towers. Mm-hmm. and that's how it went. and then it was just spider-man and that trailer or that teaser was mid 2001 right it came out and the and movie. that was pulled after 9-11 i mean they didn't it, even run the exactly. preview anymore right the right right anymore, so crazy anyway. Um, well, another one that I've got, uh, maybe you'll remember this, maybe you won't, the Jurassic Park preview, the, the full Ooh, trailer. I don't know they, if I know that. Go back and look at that one okay, if yeah. you get a chance. It's it, it gets got all the magic of a Spielberg. It's everything you would want. It's the choppers flying through the island. It's enough of the story, but not too much. Sure. I mean, it is that, that right balance. And this idea that I think the line is still in there where uh, he says, yeah, yeah but John, if... Uh, Pirates of the Caribbean breaks down the pirates don't eat the tourists, you know, or right. whatever it is like that idea of like this park is now broken down and what are we going to do? And so the first half of the trailer is kind of the awe, just like the movie of mm-hmm. this incredible thing and these dinosaurs and the second half is pure horror and running. But I just remember being excited and so scared. The last line in the trailer is Allie saying, uh, he says, you sure we're okay in here or something like that and or or you sure the third one's contained and she says yeah unless they can figure out how to open doors and all you see after that is a direct cut to that handle mm-hmm. turning mm-hmm. and the aliens like or I'm sorry the aliens <laughs> the dinosaurs might have well been aliens opening that door to solid where the kids are solid of course you don't know the kids are trapped in there so but that is a terrible really scene. really strong trailer Jurassic Park is a is a fun one nice Anything else you got of note here? No, I mean, I wrote down, uh, you know, I went back and watched some of the Edgar Wright trailers. Uh, Hot Fuzz, you know, is great. Yeah, and yeah. and I think it all plays into the fact that Edgar Wright, pretty much his movies are all about the editing. That's a right. big reason that they're great is the editing. Uh, and, um, you know, he's got that vibe of like a music video. But watching that or watching the Baby Driver trailer, these are all ones that I would I would definitely put on another level. I don't know that I wanted to order them, but uh, also same thing with Wes Anderson. Um, I didn't love Moonrise Kingdom, but I really liked the trailer for right, that. Right. Um, uh, same thing with really any of his, but uh, Grand agree. Budapest is fantastic, and that's got a good trailer. They all they're all great. I yeah. agree with Baby Driver. Yeah. Also, I think yeah. that one that trailer was very exciting to me. Um, the other ones that I've got just real quickly to kind of rattle them off. Uh, Interstellar, I thought was a I went really, back really and watched every version of it, the Interstellar trailer. Yeah. Just that thing of we used to look up and wonder, you know what I mean, at the sky. Well, so and- did you catch 
uh, are, now are we talking about the trailer or the teaser? So yeah, I, I kind of blended them there. So yeah. the, the teaser was just kind of that, and you know, we're, it's kind of like just images from the cornfield looking up into the sky. But well, the trailer is really what I'm talking about. Yeah, the when trailer. they get into those towards the end where. McConaughey, I think, says, you know, we'll find a way we always have. And, you know, humanity's facing some kind of extinction. Mm-hmm. You don't know fully what's going on. But you've also got Michael Caine reading this amazing poetry of, yep. you know, do not go gentler, quietly into mm-hmm. that dark night rage Good against. Night, yeah, yeah I, I'm, I'm yeah, fucking it up. But, you know, rage against the dying of the light. The amount of times they said it in the movie, you'd think we would remember. Right. <laughs> we, <laughs> they really, they really hammered that into us. No, but it was just very, very powerful. Yeah. Um, and it actually reminds me a lot. This is has nothing to do with the trailer but if you remember in skyfall where daniel craig it's that scene where he's just chasing and chasing and chasing after um uh the villain yeah Um, his name but uh silva he's chasing after silva and it's this idea that bond is older you know and he can't quite keep up but what he is is he's relentless and he's never going to stop so you've got him like just running like he's not sprinting it's not like a tom cruise run where he's going to catch up in 10 seconds like he's going to be late yeah. But he's not giving up. Like he's literally just busting his ass running through these long right. streets and there's been bombs going off and overlaid over that. And I thought this would have made a great trailer. Just this scene is Judy Dench as M reading how we are oh. not now what we once were. Yep. You know, and basically saying like, we don't have that strength anymore, but you know, we persist. It's That's kind a of great idea. idea. It was a really fantastic. Thinking scene. back to how they cut it in the movie. Like, oh, you're saying, it's great. It's the best sequence in the she's movie. She's telling it and he's, he's trying to get there. Um, they should jump into that more man, where that they would take be a, a scene. Good trailer. Yeah. And here's another one that does a great job. This is actually on my list. And again, uh, another film that, you know, I know wasn't received uh, that great. But um, I think this is like a clinic in how to do a trailer. If you remember the trailer, another one we ran over at Sony before our tour video for the movie Salt that had oh. Angelina Jolie. If you go back Vaguely. and watch that movie in terms of hooking you in but not giving too much away. That trailer, all the scenes you see with dialogue, I mean, everything. There's action from all through the movie. But all you see is the first act in terms of the dialogue. So all you know is she's been named as a a double agent, and she has to escape. And now her Mm -hmm. own people are after her. And beyond the first act, like once we got through that, I was like, oh, other than punches and kicks... I haven't seen anything There's else from this movie. From this, so it was all yeah. fresh. Like it still gave me enough to hook me. It's pretty in. great. It was really well pretty done. Um, and again, not the most amazing movie ever, but really well done. Yeah, kind of forgettable. But. The other one I've got listed is Tree of Life, which uh, again <laughs> is a different kind of movie. Sure. Uh, I mean, you know, if you're if you're watching that kind of film or any Terrence Malick, you know, Days of Heaven, right. you know, uh, whatever it may be, um, it's it's gonna be um, obscure, I guess, and. Uh, not necessarily give you answers. It's more just, you know, you just kind of got to go with it. But that was another one of those trailers where I was like, okay, maybe this will be the most profound thing I've ever seen, you know, nature versus nurture. And is there a God and all the big questions and just incredible images of like space and the forming of the universe. And then like this family in the fifties, which was kind of gorgeous and you couldn't quite tell what was going on, but it was incredible. Uh, I just remember, I still think that trailer is one of the most beautiful trailers I've ever seen. Um, you know, separate completely from the movie. I'm going to have to listen to this podcast. <laughs> I don't know how else to do it. I'm going to have to go back. You, you should check it out. Listen. You should definitely check it out. Because, I mean, I hear you, but I'm also, you know, I got I to Not with me necessarily like, in that I'm one? Not, you know. No, I mean, I'm, I, I got I to gotta sit down and do this. I got to right. watch these trailers. Right. Go back and check them out. Hopefully we uh, get all of you guys to watch some trailers too. Well, the last thing I want to mention here, and we will leave the trailers, leave our main topic of the day, um, Superman oh. is a character who, in my opinion, this has been a theory of mine for a long time, is a perfect idea 
It's a perfect character. It's a perfect myth. Mm-hmm. Um, and is perfect trailer material and never makes a good movie. Right. It's almost like this character is too Boy Scout and perfect and everything else to, I shouldn't say could never make a good movie because if they can do Captain America well, I think they could do Superman yeah. well. Right. But it's very, very hard to get Superman right as an actual story because he's invincible. He's got one weakness. We know what's coming, you know, all this kind of stuff, right? Like who's his adversary? Okay, we're not that Plus, frightened. Plus, there aren't any more like phone booths. Yeah. <laughs> That's a great point. I oh, think I think we gotta do? set him back in the thirties or the or that's latest. His, the I think that's his 70s. biggest weakness. Well, but but I was going back and in, in researching for this, I found multiple teasers and trailers that I thought were fantastic oh, really? for both Superman Returns uh-huh. and Man of Steel, which are very different trailers. But sure. if you watch the original Superman Returns, they took Marlon Brando's voiceover from the Christopher oh, Reeve that's Superman. A, that's very effective. And it's yeah. just images, and it's people looking up in the sky. Mm-hmm. You can see Daily Planet, and it's this and that, and it's his whole, they can be great people, Kal-El, they wish to be. It's that narration where he says, yeah. they only lack the light to show the way, and for this reason, I've given them you, my only son. Now you can read all the Christian allegory into that, mm-hmm. and maybe you like that maybe you don't but it's just you hear that and then at that moment where he says i have sent them you my only son superman's eyes open and he just bolts down towards the earth you know he's heard something he's gonna save somebody and the man of steel Zack snyder one i think we can kind of agree that if there's anything snyder Zack snyder does well it's the the images are always amazing yep Yep. it's the substance that people argue you know his style is good so that first teaser if you remember this one same idea it's his father talking, and he says they'll race behind you, they'll stumble, they'll fall. Right. But in the end, they will join you in the sun. But it's a kid, and he's got this red cape tied on. Oh, yeah. Superman, but Very as a good. child, and he's running along the farm like all of us did as kids. And it's impossible not to tap into that yep. unless you're an alien yourself. And he's just running along, and the last image you get is this kid putting his fist to his hips, you know, yep. like hands on his hips, like standing with this flag waving in the back. And it's like super emotional. Like I went back and watched that one. and I was like, man, they should just do Superman teaser every year. Yep. I'd, w- I'd watch every <laughs> one of them. I don't need any of the movies. I haven't really liked any of right. them. Like Batman, I think makes some good films, but really great teasers and trailers for Superman. So at least that's uh, you got that going for him. <laughs> No, Truth, justice, and the American way. So, Patrick, we have to go to a taping of BattleBots. So, <laughs> let's Is sign it that off. Time? It's Is that, that time. time. We need oh, to wait. go. What else you got? Maybe we can edit this in. I don't know how long we are. I feel like we've been. We're like one twenty. Oh shit. Yep. Oh, that's trailers. <laughs> that's it, guys. Check out. Uh, your, hey, you know what? Email us with your favorite movie trailers. Yeah. Hit uh, us up with. Tweet um, us. Call us. Some suggestions if you have a favorite movie trailer. We'll go watch it. Yeah, absolutely. And as always, thanks for listening, guys. Uh, Happy viewing. See you guys.